0: You know, that sort of saying of like dance, like no one's watching, like you actually have taught me to do that. Like you, you have made me feel like I can uh, yeah, do do so much other, you know, even some of the um, fundraising things and all that, you've made me feel like I can do anything really, so.
1: Hi, I'm Anna Liptak and I've been a fitness trainer now for over 15 years. Over this time, I've been privy to witness so many ordinary people achieve so many wonderful things. Through this podcast and a documentary I co-produced, I'm Not a Runner, I want to share these stories to show everyone that anything is possible if you have the belief and the motivation. Natanya Sarint in this next podcast will share her story. She started exercising after her three kids and has since had adventures across the world. Natanya's positivity is infectious. She will make anyone believe that anything is possible and it absolutely is if you believe. So, Natanya, I know exercise is a really important part of your life. When did it become? Has it always been? Or when has exercise come into your life?
0: Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't something that I used to do too much when I was younger. Uh, I can't really remember. I played a bit of basketball in high school, but certainly, um, you know, it was just something I did once a week and then... Finished school and went off to uni. Didn't really do anything there. Had had my three children, and it really wasn't part of my life at all. And um, it wasn't till I'd sort of had my third child that I, I knew that that was I wasn't having any more kids. And I thought, right, it's um, time to sort of get rid of the baby weight and do something for myself, etc. So. Um, what I first of all did is I actually joined a gym. And I remember a friend and I, we um, actually took the scales in the boot and we rocked up at the gym. So you <laughs> yeah. and Alex. Uh, and there we were in the car park, right, we got the scales out and we stood on, we stood on the scales and we're like, right, that's it, we need, to, um, we need to do something about this. So we did try the gym for, I don't know, a couple of months and then just it was something I had to sort of force myself to go do. I, I didn't love it. Uh, and then it was actually uh, my friend Alex that suggested this outdoor fitness group so there wasn't really sort of that much outdoor it wasn't really a thing back then and this was in about what 2006 2007 I think when Mm -hmm. I um, joined up with um, his and her time and uh, yeah so she suggested that we come out for that and uh, I loved it I think after the first week I was hooked and, uh, yeah, so then it just sort of started from there. But before then, I um, hadn't done much at all, so. Wow.
1: Yeah. And I remember the two of you came out and you uh, provided such a beautiful energy to our classes, both of you, and uh, created much humour in the class.
0: (laughs) Well, I, uh, (laughs) oh, yes, there was the odd odd time when we would... um, rock up on a Saturday morning after a big night, but uh, but you were there, that's right, no matter what, however much sleep we'd had, uh, you know we were there. But um yeah, I do remember in those um early days, just you know I re- really got into it and you were so um, encouraging, and I used to like feel like vomiting by the end of the session. it was just I found it so hard and uh, I particularly loved how you would do the beep test in the car park you know I would try and stay out there for as long as I could and you know it didn't take long for a few months to I remember from the beginning you know to three months down the track just how much um, improvement we sort of made and then um, that kind of um, that kind of kept thinking oh okay look at this i'm not past it you know even though i never had exercise i was like oh look what i can do so that kind of really motivated
1: me to keep coming to so get those results tangible results yeah it was yeah. great
0: and then the people that are there as well uh you know was amazing i'd never sort of felt so comfortable uh, with the group it was mainly it was women um back then when we first it was started her
1: time to start with wasn't it yeah
0: that's right so and you're just so encouraging and i just felt so comfortable didn't matter you know what you're wearing didn't have to have the latest gym clothes and and, you know that sort of thing, and uh, you would just drag yourself out of bed at whatever time the alarm would go off at quarter past five, and uh, it was worth it. It was it became just um, just something that I, I became a part of my life, I guess. And I used to do that four times a week and get up early for work. The other days that I wasn't doing that, so but somehow and I
1: think I that's a re- really important thing that you've just said. That is that you came out and it didn't matter what you're wearing. It doesn't matter what who who you are. Like there were lawyers, judges grandmas there's all types of people but everyone's one and the same yeah that's exactly right there's no difference between anybody is there
0: no it's that's right it didn't matter at all I remember one time we were doing um we had a day where we all wore um each other's what your profession was so we did um like a a photo shoot just for her time um out on the beach and so I wore I think we have a, a um lawyer that a barrister that wears all their um I remember you know, the you beautiful so I was that. dressed as the barrister and someone else was dressed as the nurse and someone else was, you know. That was great, um, yeah, it? it was great, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. So, yeah, it definitely, um, definitely felt like it didn't matter, sort of all walks of life and you felt totally comfortable there. So, yeah, it
1: was good. Yeah, so obviously finding a, finding a group, you know, is um, really important to yeah. maintain that routine and get that exercise. And you've been there for such a long time and I'm very grateful that people have been out there for so long. And I know people come and go and try different things. What keeps you coming back?
0: Yeah, well, it's it is the people like I felt like after a while we just became, you know, kind of like a family. Like, I love the classes.
1: They're different every time when you come. Um, We all love you. So I think one of the things is and I think you were one of my first encouragers of our first Trips, oh, yeah. and uh, in two thousand and nine, I think you were kind of in my ear. Let's do, let's do an event. Let's, you know, take a team away. and encourage me to get a group together to go to Vanuatu to do the round island relay, which started the whole of adventure time travel. That was a very early days, two thousand and nine.
0: Yeah, that's right. Doing the events uh, was an amazing thing and a lot of us wanted to participate. And whether it, it may have been this round island um, relay that we did or even before that we started doing the City Debate together. Yep. And so a first goal for me was, okay, 6Ks um, for the City Debate. So, So, um, you know, a group of us, we would all train together so apart from the exercise classes and go and have our coffee after and what have you. And it just became this sense of camaraderie and common goal. and uh, you know,
1: Celebration together, yeah, wasn't it?
0: Exactly. And then yeah. when we did the 12Ks, <laughs> that was next level those medals were worn to breakfast to lunch (laughs) Um, we would celebrate with our glass of bubbles so yeah an amazing sense of feeling of belonging in this group and just um, being around these sort of like-minded women that had yes the same sort of goals so yeah and then when um, Vanuatu came around uh, we all did a lot of training together and uh, going over there and all staying together and then it was so it was the relay with there's 10 people in 10 our team, people, yeah, and uh, we all did a different leg each. We started at like five in the morning, and uh, I remember you were the um, first, first one out there, pitch dark, and all the beautiful Vanuatu people were out there cheering us on, standing out there with uh, glasses of water and things for us to eat. We um, felt like Olympians, didn't we? Oh, we were champions. <laughs> <laughs> we, I remember jumping out of the van and uh, there was an absolute deluge, wasn't there? There was a massive rain um, fall. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, that's when you started running. Yeah, that's right. From me to you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember um, the bus just pulling. You know, you guys would get out of the bus with the Aussie flag and cheer me on. It. And there was a, I think it was a French guy next to me, and it was a race was on because I didn't want to let him get <laughs> past me. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget, yeah, some of those those moments throughout that run. And then we would all get back in the bus and cheer the next person on. And uh, I remember. For the 10th person, we all got out and ran over the finish oh. line together, you know, arm in arm, yes. And um <laughs> incredible, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that? so then the rest of the holiday was um, spent sort of celebrating our uh, amazing achievement. Wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it was achievement to everyone else back home. And if you hadn't been there, like maybe, you know, it wasn't such a big deal. But for us, we'd all sort of um, experienced this
1: kind of um uh, amazing Adventure, feeling together. Adventure it?
0: together, exactly. And yeah. it made you feel like you could achieve goals. So then and it was a
1: common goal and it was a healthy goal and we all sort of spurred each other on to get better in yeah. our training because we all trained together too. It was it, That was really special and I think those opportunities only come along Every so often to be a part of something like that, so that's been really special. That's right, and
0: all of those people, yeah, I I don't see a lot of them uh, so much anymore, but they'll always yeah hold a special place um, for me uh, just of of the experience that we sort of shared together. So
1: yeah, yeah, and then I also remember, you know, it just came back to me about the trailblazer, our first fifty-five kilometre, fifty-six kilometre event together. Can you remember? Yeah. Yes. You know, and that was pretty incredible achievement, really. Like from us, you know, you're saying that you didn't have exercise to being able to participate in a 56 kilometre event.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. And actually, uh, that was a bit of a pivotal point for me. I guess at around the sort of um, 40k mark, um, when you do any of these long events like this, uh, you have this sort of delirium that overtakes you. Do you remember? (laughs) We always used to say whatever's said on a trailblazer stays on a trailblazer, (laughs) Um, which to this day it has. Um, But... uh, I remember in our delirium, it was Chantel, uh, yourself, and me that thought, hang on, we're doing 56Ks here, but it's not classed as a marathon. We're not going to be seen as marathoners. (laughs) Why don't we do a marathon? An actual marathon. Yeah, exactly. So we were like, yeah, we'll do this. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, so that week, I think we had had signed ourselves up to. Well, was it China or I, I decided that I was going China. to do um, China You came
1: back that. and said, I think you should organise another event. And yeah. I went and looked in some magazines and thought, all right, we'll do the Great Wall of China. That's right. I was <laughs>
0: like, I want to be, what is it, One 4% of the population does a marathon? Yes. And so I don't even know how I ever thought that that could be me. So it wasn't until just doing these other events and then doing this 56K, which was more of like a walk, hike, yes. a bit of jogging and stuff. Um, but we thought, all right, we can do this. Let's look for one that's got the longest cut off." Let's find an eight-hour cutoff for a marathon, so that we can get and in. the
1: hardest one we could possibly choose. <laughs> That's right. The Great so Wall can of China. We get in less
0: than eight hours, and uh, then we can get our marathon medal. So, and I don't
1: think we understood that it actually was the hardest one that we could have chosen. <laughs> no. So, I, I still can remember. you remember? The, yeah. Can you talk about the what your experience was with the Great Wall of China?
0: Yeah. So, um, I learned a lot about uh, not biting off more than you can chew. No, I actually learned a lot about how to. Uh, how, how much planning, I guess, is involved in uh, being able to pull off something like this. So the biggest thing for me was uh, getting some good training buddies. So um, people that you could count on every week that you would get out. We set ourselves out a plan and then we um, didn't think too far ahead. It just took one week at a time. Sometimes it was a little bit overwhelming thinking how far you had to run. But knowing you had other people uh, to meet, and do that training with, you know, really did help. So Mm. I had a friend, Kim, who we used to meet, by the end we were doing like, I don't know, 30, 35 kilometre runs before the event. And we would meet at like 4.30 in the morning. So your alarm's going off at like 3.50. Sometimes I did question my sanity, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, you you did it and uh, actually running from the, Used to run along the esplanade and just running from that sort of um darkness into the into seeing the sun come up and it sort of broke the run up and it it really we were just i guess i was kind of addicted to how i felt after i would um finish the run Mm. even those training
1: runs so you feel so good don't you and you're achieving something that you didn't think you could achieve that's right And going through the night they are the most special times when you've got the stars and then it goes into the sunrise just magnificent. It's so special.
0: It is. And you would see, sometimes you would see dolphins or um, seals or, yeah, just seeing other people that are out there <laughs> running as well. And a little a bit of a nod to say, yep, yeah, good idea. you." you've got a goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't exactly. be here otherwise. That's, that's right. So it really sort of kept you on track. So uh, yeah, and then we did a lot of stairs because with the China marathon, there is About 5,000. 7,000.
1: 7,500.
0: 7,500 steps. So we did do a lot of stair training (laughs) and uh, you and I used to go to Mount Lofty um, and uh, I think we used to actually run up most of it, um, which today to me does seem quite the challenge. (laughs) I think we even used to do it twice. Yes. Um, And uh, then we'd go and have our coffee or whatever and um, then we would do it on a Saturday morning and then we had the rest of the weekend to do all our family things.
1: Yeah. And then... uh, yeah, I think what you what we said, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, but you know, if your desire is strong enough, you will find ways to do things. So I think that's another thing people say, oh, I don't have enough time. But when you break it down, we've all got 168 hours in the week. And yes, we had very young kids and the only time we could run at that stage was 3, 3.34, 4.35 4.30 in the morning that's because right. we'd be done by seven and it wouldn't affect anyone else. But if your desire is strong enough, you will find a way to get through those barriers.
0: Yes, you absolutely just need to work out what your priorities are, don't you? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't, you know, stay up late watching a lot of TV and that sort of thing because I think, OK, I've got to get up at this time. So, they, you know, that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, I just have to do it before the kids would get up. And uh, then I still managed to sort of lead you know, quite a balanced life, I guess, being able to fit it in and not feeling too selfish that you're having all this time away from the children and that as well. But I also felt that uh, even though my kids were quite young then, I I know they're kind of proud of me for the things that I have done as well so that um, and it's really good to be a good uh, it's important to be a good role model um, for my children as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So they just think
1: it's a normal part of life, don't they? That exercise is.
0: They do. As they're getting older, they are probably even more appreciate it <laughs> because yes. they wish they they do want to run a marathon with me one day, or they wish they could run more than oh, a few K's or yeah. that sort of thing. So they do come for the odd run with me. But uh, yeah, definitely, I think they can see sort of what a big what a big thing and commitment I guess it is. And, oh, that's
1: wonderful, isn't it? When yeah. they get to our yeah, age they might go oh <laughs> which is wonderful it is so um but i do remember that just going back to the great wall of china marathon you know like it it was tough and you know like we talk about these marathons so easily and we look back and gloss it's glossy mm. but it was very hard
0: it was it was definitely one of the hardest things that i've ever done and i actually can't hardly remember the first 26 kilometers <laughs> But then, I, then at the twenty six k mark, uh, the sun was beaming down. I remember oh, we, were, so we were off the wall and we were running through some like little towns that were all concrete, and it was. It must have been thirty degrees, and it was so humid, and I thought, oh, I could just stop now. And then kept going, ran into like the village part where the, the people had done. Or had either finished or done the 21 k's or 10 k's or you could
1: hear the ambulances taking off for the people yeah that's right so
0: we saw all the, those people at about the 34k mark and then we still had to go back up onto the wall up a goat track and then to finish and uh, i got all emotional when i saw you know everyone that's cheering you on and that sort of thing and i got up this goat track and i was halfway between here and nowhere and then my throat closed over and i I I don't suffer from anxiety, but it must have been that kind Mm. of um, anxious feeling where uh, your throat's closing over and I felt like I was breathing through a straw. And I thought, I can still remember now, that's nine years ago, thinking I've got two choices here. I I have to pull myself together or I'm gonna be getting stretched off, you know, off on a stretcher um, in an ambulance because I actually had never felt so bad that I couldn't breathe, um, you know, in my life sort of thing. Anyway, so I stood there for a couple of minutes and I just sort of slowed down the breathing and um, yeah, and then somehow I did keep going. And there was grown men sitting on the wall, uh, like on the stairs, crying because they were so exhausted.
1: And, I and just, it was actually easier to be, I remember being on my hands and knees because it was so steep yeah. than standing up. Yeah, that's right. So it was, uh, it was like horrific. It really was. How did you get yourself through that? Like when you're really at that stage of, and I mean, you're a nurse, you know, clinically, yeah, like yeah. where you were at.
0: Yes. Yeah, I thought, well, as I said, I did. I was like, I, I can either turn around and go down this goat track um, and not finish or I can pull myself together and keep going. And somehow I just thought, when you've done the training you know you can do this how good are you
1: gonna feel when you finish and um, so it yeah. was really a mental thing you really had to talk to yourself obviously
0: yeah I did yeah. and um, so then yeah I as I said got a, got a went along a bit further, and then I saw um, a few men sitting on the stairs, and I just said, come on, come on, guys, let's go. Tapped them on the shoulder, they turned around. I said, let's just take 10 stairs at a time. So there we were, 10 stairs at a time. And uh, yeah, having those people and then them coming with me, like really helped me as well. And then the last sort of five, six Ks, I just remember sort of guiding home. I just was like, what I had overcome, and I still think about it now. I think uh, it did give me a sense of um, self-belief, what I overcame on the wall, which Mm. is amazing that just from a run, uh, what it can actually do for you in your life um, in other areas as well, isn't it? Really,
1: And that self-belief is, you know, when you're really pushed to that limit, Mm -hmm. that's when you really have to pull out that self-belief because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Because otherwise, why would you do it?
0: Uh, no yeah that's right and you do question yeah you definitely still question even yeah
1: it's it is a it is why would
0: you do it but it's definitely it's definitely helped me in all avenues of my life it makes me feel like I can achieve whatever I kind of set my mind to so I do feel like it's I have got quite a strong strong mind so mm. uh, yeah so then you you know you finish these events and it was an amazing celebration and uh, I always do have in the back of my mind you know work hard and then you can sort of reap the rewards and have a nice celebration, et cetera. So that's been great. And then we'd always get home from these events and think, okay, what's next? What's next? Yeah, so yeah, wait, is it an addiction? I'm not sure.
1: You know, it's always having a goal, having something to set your sights on. Cause if you don't, why would you get out of bed? Why would you do something? And you just don't get anywhere. That's right. Whereas if you've got a goal, you get out of bed. And if you've got a commitment to someone else like you spoke of, you know, and you've got a group that yeah. you're committed to and are accountable to, so much easier.
0: Yeah, I'm completely. Go- I have to have a goal, otherwise I will not get out of bed, sort of thing. But yeah, you've really helped me with that. There's so many. Uh, it's more than just doing a marathon that you've helped me with. I remember even just in Vanuatu, we went to a um, uh, we went to a waterfall. I've always been a very self conscious type of person, etc. And I, I think I had maybe what well, I would have had a towel around me. I would have had the big baggy tracksuit on. And, exactly. I would have covered myself however I could. And uh, you're just like. Yeah, just let it go. Like, <laughs> who cares? Bathers, who cares? And so, you know, that sort of saying of like dance, like, no one's watching, like, you actually have taught me to do that. Like, you you have made me feel like I can, uh, yeah, do, do so much other, you know, even some of the um, fundraising things and all that. You've made me feel like I can. Do anything really, so giving
1: me the confidence. So and vice versa, thank Natanya, you. and thank you to you because <laughs> you keep edging me on to so to right. do to do things. So I think that's part of a relationship is is yeah. boosting people to do bigger and better things, and that's a reciprocal thing. So I feel like that with you too. And I do think a,
0: uh, having surrounding yourself though with people that do um, make you want to do more and be more and um, positive people, like I've really. I've learned that over the years that, um, that's, that's really important. So, uh,
1: I, I do make sure that I do, um, surround myself with good, you know, positive Mm. people. So it's really important, isn't it? And you know, you are, I think it's a Tony Robbins quote, you know, you are, who you are, is the, the, the the closest five people around you make you who you are. So you've really got to be particular if you want to achieve things, in a that's positive right. way. So, you you know, other people might not see your objectives or your goals for exercise as important as you do. Yeah, that's Which right. is not always for everybody and everyone has their own importance, but it's seeking out what you think is important and then seeking out those people to enable you to do that.
0: Yeah, that's right. And um, on the other side of the coin, um, hanging around some of these uh, people that have done uh, such, such amazing um, things in their life, you can also, it inspires you. And then sometimes you think, oh, well maybe, um, it makes you sort of lose perspective of what is probably uh, a normal expectation of, of what you should be doing on a saturday morning like for some of my friends you know every saturday morning they're out there doing 25 you know 30ks just for a saturday run so and that's normal sometimes i think oh i just need to um <laughs> go and find myself new friends
1: <laughs> sleep in
0: that's right what am i doing up yeah, again that's right um, and also realizing that i've you know got a broad range of friends and not everyone's into exercise so that's okay so that's why it's important to have your, um, you know, the friends that are, your friendships that are into that so that you can bounce off them, um, etc. And also
1: understand that, yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. tea so but it is a, yours. Absolutely fine, yeah. Tell me what you would classify as your biggest achievement, physically.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah, like events and events. things like that. Uh, well, the Great Wall of China was, uh, I've also, um, New York, New York Marathon. I've got to say, when people ask me what it's like, I said, I felt like I was my own float in a pageant. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a a great description. I felt like a superstar. It's the only time in my life I've ever felt that way. Um, And uh, yeah, just running along, high-fiving 5,000 people, you've got your name on your top and they're calling out your name. It it was, you know, next level. And if you're ever thinking, for anyone that was ever thinking about doing a
1: marathon, it definitely is uh, the one to do. But oh. the, the thing about you, Natanya, is often you might not have the best lead up for whatever reason mm. for, in training, but you step up to those events like no person I know, <laughs> because your head's really strong. Yeah. And I remember that marathon, there was some, you know, you, you went through quite a bit before 2013. Yes. Um, and you were quite underprepared, I would say, suggest. Yeah, that's right. But uh, because you had lots of obstacles, lots of personal issues you dealt with, then you had the best run so t- can you tell us about that
0: yeah sure so after uh the great wall of china marathon uh, my marriage did um, break up and so that was a difficult kind of uh, 18 months before the um, and i'd signed up for the new york marathon and um, that was a difficult time because having young children and then i had never really been on my own i guess i'd been with my um, ex-husband since i was um, 18 years old, so it went from my parents to him, and then you know, bang, um, I found myself on my own at about age I don't know, must have been about 38, Mm. and yeah, and then I hadn't signed up actually for New York at that time, and I just uh, I'd heard about it. You'd started, I'd heard a bit of a rumble from you that you might be going ahead with um, doing this New York Marathon, and uh, I thought, all right, I've got to, I I need something, I need a need a goal here because otherwise it'd be easy just to um, sort of. Stop doing everything, I guess. And I'd done so well so far with my running and it meant a lot to me. So I knew I needed to find, you know, this new goal. So uh, yeah, signing up for New York and then the prep, I think I had some surgery a few months before mm. um, I, I did New York. So I had no expectations, so it was, and that was good. And it's one thing I'd say if anyone ever did uh, get into running is not to have expectations on yourself because it really doesn't matter, you know, what time you do. Uh, it's just about participation and we all get the same medal at the end. You know, doesn't say what time you do or what have you. no what, none that's of, the beautiful none of my, thing. Yeah, none of my I, can, friends could care less what they time They wouldn't even I know
1: how long a marathon is. Like. <laughs> that's right,
0: that's <laughs> right. Sometimes when I get in, the, when I'm in the car, if we've gone on a road trip and there's a few people in the car with kids, I'm like, okay, this is how long a marathon is. Yes. Let's start now. And in 42Ks, that's how far mums run. And you by know. that
1: time they're asleep, it's, and they're, wake up, this is it. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, but um, so, yeah, with that new I did New York in 2013. No expectations um, after having a difficult time. Didn't really train that well for it, and I actually, you know, did really well. So um, I think. Uh, you know, then when did I do? I did New York again in 2018, and had a went uh, back for more. I know. <laughs> I actually um, did put more expectation on myself then. I did have uh, Chantelle. I got she'd had a injured herself, so. Um, that's one of our friends from exercise and, uh, she is a very fast runner. Anyway, she offered to sort of, uh, be my, uh, like run, run with inside me and pace me. And, um, unfortunately, uh, and I'd done all the training, but unfortunately did hit the, the wall. We might've heard of, obviously, you know, what the wall feels like. Um, I did hit the wall at 34 k's and, um, ran out of steam and, uh, had to really, um, slow down and didn't reach the, the goal that I had set for myself. And I felt really disappointed, and I thought to myself, "I should." And then I it took me a few months to sort of reflect on it, and then I thought, "Why are you feeling disappointed? Like it, 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 you know, it doesn't matter." And so from then, uh, I'm just like, right, it's all about participation. It doesn't yeah. matter what time you get, and uh, yeah, so I've really enjoyed my running again since I have no expectations about, you know, it's just about completing it.
1: So. I think that's a really good point, because why would you get over a finishing line of something so big and be disappointed? It yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense, does it? It's no. just that these unreal expectations we put on ourselves, which really don't matter. No. It's just a time that floats around for people. That's right. And yeah, no one else actually cares.
0: No, that's right. I mean, and I did give it everything. Like when I crossed that finish line, yeah. <laughs> there was people everywhere and I was sick i had to stop and be sick and uh it was you know the woman's just like you'll just be sick <laughs> she's like you just go cool. and I, I honestly i felt rubbish so uh, i had nothing left in the tank so you, you just you've got to be satisfied with that i guess so
1: so you know hearing that you know you get so sick why do you do this <laughs> that's a good point
0: <laughs> um It is, yeah. It's a sense of achievement. I've always said, I don't know if it sounds a bit corny, but uh, running a marathon uh, is something that you have to, you have to earn it. Like you can't buy it. You can't. This is something you have to actually earn. So um, you can't
1: cheat it, can you? It's not like a half marathon, which she could probably pull out. Both of us could pull out a half marathon because we've got that, but we couldn't pull out a. Marathon.
0: No, and I actually don't know if I have another one in me because it is such hard work and all the training that you have to do. But it's just that sense of um, achievement.
1: Yeah, because it is so big. Yeah, because you have to sacrifice so much. Yeah. So no, I'm
0: really, um, yeah, couldn't be. I'm happy with what I've done, and I've I've done four um, marathon. I've done four marathons. I did Bali with you as well. Yes. No, that was
1: Remember a good that? one too. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I don't I know hate, why you choose I hate marathons. the heat. I hate the
0: heat. And it was like 34 degrees or something, and it was so balmy and humid. And uh, I remember just dodging, going along, um, staying under in the shade and feeling like I was going to faint. Remember in the last yeah, three cases? I thought you were
1: going to have a heart attack, actually. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> thankfully,
0: I didn't. Uh, i actually fell over before the start and thought i'd broken my arm yes, and i was bleeding right, in the dark um, but yeah anyway we got through it and uh yeah i've got the medal and i've got the memories so <laughs> it was it was worth it
1: yeah <laughs> it is it is fantastic and you know thank you for sharing your stories because it is um you know obviously you've had obstacles that you've had to overcome but finding finding ways and means that you can do it is, um, mm. you know, makes the accomplishments so big. Yeah. So, like- um, if you were to give anyone tips about, you know, starting to exercise or if they were scared to exercise and, you know, people don't have to run a marathon, what would you say to someone about someone who's hesitant to start exercising?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people say, "Oh, I could never do that," or you know, "I can't, I can't, I can't." Like you, you, you have to, you have to believe in yourself that you can do something to start off with, and then you just set yourself these small goals, and then set yourself a plan, and then just tick it off. And the other thing is, is what we we're talking about before, like surrounding yourself with other people um, that are, believe in you, that believe in you as well. So, uh, yeah, that's really important: is to have that. Um, have people surrounding you that uh, do believe in you. And um, if, I, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And I'm no Slim gym supermodel. So, you know, I don't look like a typical uh, runner. So, uh, I think yeah. that's
1: interesting, you know, that what is a typical runner? You know, we've been in so many races, you and I together, mm. and you look around and there is no typical runner. No, that's But yet true. people still say to me, oh, you don't look like a marathon runner. And I know exactly what they're saying. Yeah. That I'm too big to be a marathon runner you know everyone judges people in all these ways but when you're out there and you look around you and you see people in front of you and you're like wow that's incredible you you are incredible like people in their 80s 70s 60s that's 120 kilos you know it doesn't matter
0: no it doesn't so it's really just um believing in yourself that you can do it and so you've got to just make that first step because i can understand that is hard though if you haven't um Mm. done that sort of thing before so it would be hard to make that that first step but just yeah do 1k next week get out there do 1500 meters you know build it up slowly and that was me so if i if i can do it in my mid 30s and start uh you know anyone anyone can do it so Mm. and yeah you do do get a lot out of it and i try and like i work with um mid young people that are uh, studying to become uh, midwives. So, t- t- so I guess I'm talking about something else. But I do think uh, what I learned from running and self-belief and all of that, I actually do um, instil that in the, the students. So some of them waver in their sort of, oh, can I finish this degree? You know, am I good enough? Will this be, you know, can I make it? Am I? Have I got what it takes? Um, and yeah some of them call me like their little what is it self-esteem fairy um, mm-hmm. because I try and make them realize you know what they are capable of etc so um, yeah I don't know I feel like that comes from some of the
1: running and yeah that done, and you're so. you're a great encourager of people out with us exercising I, I know that's one of your really strong assets oh, that we are very lucky to have you around because uh, we've so. always gotten a I ton of people. I do get a big high
0: <laughs> I get a big high from it. I love it. Yeah. Which is I great. It, supporting
1: yeah. other people. Yeah. Which is another thing. It is supporting other people to help them achieve things. That, I think that's that's and that's what gives you a really big buzz. Like yeah, it gives absolutely. me a buzz, you a buzz, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's it's it's the best. So yeah, right,
1: well I'm thank right. you. Thanks for sharing right. your story. We've had many adventures. <laughs> we have, hopefully, and, uh, we, have, we will have, not we will. hopefully,
0: we will have many more. We will, we've and, got uh, another 40 years ahead of us. <laughs> we've already talked about when we are in our 80s, <laughs> yes. in a nursing home with our uh, wheelie friends uh, right. having races down the hallway. So We've got lots
1: of things, <laughs> lots right. of adventures to have. Yeah. So uh, I look forward to all of those years and thanks for sharing your story because it is really um, interesting and inspirational. Oh, thank you. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having Natalia. me. <laughs>